Welcome to the Calm Nights, Strong Days podcast. With over 30 years in the health and wellness industry, I've realized there's no one-size-fits-all solution for sleep and stress resilience. What affects one person's sleep and ability to handle stress is different for each of us. The stage of life you're in, work and home stressors, your DNA, genetics, upbringing, social life, and more all affect how your body handles stress and your quality of life. Join me as we explore a variety of tools, strategies, and solutions I've employed with clients over the years in solo episodes, as well as insightful interviews and experts. Together, we'll unravel more pieces of the puzzle, empowering you on your journey to calm nights and strong days. So let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Burnout Expert Podcast, episode three. Now, if you have listened to the last two episodes, then you are aware that this week my plan was to come in here and dive into tired and wired, waking mid-sleep, and giving you some strategies to help with that. Things have changed a little bit. Burnout is a beast. And I came into this podcast with a plan that I was going to teach. I had this whole season planned out with all of the the lessons I was going to teach you, starting with sleep. And that's what I've been doing so far is teaching. And it's not feeling right. Teaching is more surface level. You can go onto Google and you can search tired and wired. You can search, how do I fall asleep faster? Um, You can search, why am I waking mid-sleep? And all kinds of different solutions, remedies will show up if you do dive into deep research papers and um, I guess all of the courses and stuff that I've taken. Some of the things that you can search on Google are going to show up. What I was going to teach you about magnesium was... It is something that you can very easily Google and find. Um, Huberman's podcast, if you are somebody that wants to dive into the different supplements and different remedies, then Huberman's podcast, that's what he does every single episode. Thing is, is that Huberman is not working with people that are in burnout. He's working with more performance optimization. The biohackers really diving in there to um, just add more. Sometimes it can get to that point where there's just so much being added. You don't know what is working and what isn't. Or you may go in and try his sleep stack that he does recommend and find that you're still struggling with your sleep. You're still waking up exhausted because when we're starting to dive into burnout, The odds are that taking that magnesium before bed, as Huberman does recommend, as I was going to come in and recommend for being tired and wired, it is helpful, but that's not the reason why you ended up in burnout. That's not the reason why you need the magnesium now. So me coming in here and giving you different supplements, ideas, solutions, 
and talking more about the surface level things, picking one thing like tired and wired, one thing like waking mid-sleep and giving you strategies. They're band-aid strategies at the moment because stress. So with magnesium, I'll dive a little bit into this right now. With magnesium, your body actually flies through magnesium anytime you're in a stressed state. When you're stressed, when you're re releasing cortisol, stress hormone into your body, your body also um, dives into your body and it pulls out magnesium from your body in order to help your resting system to be able to manage the stressors that are going on. So when you're in a stress state, your body flies through magnesium. The studies have shown that many, many, uh, a large percentage of people in North America are magnesium deficient. We are not able to get in the required daily amount, even if we are eating the right foods. And when we're not able to get enough in and we have extra stress that when we're in burnout, Quite often, it is a lot of extra stressors on our plate, things that are going on that are pushing us into the stress state over and over again. We're flying through even more magnesium. So is magnesium beneficial for you? Absolutely. And I do want to give us a caveat, though, that there's different types of magnesium. There's one called Calm that I hear all of the time. I do want to just be a caution out with that one. It's magnesium citrate. And that strain of magnesium also loosens your bowels. So just if you have, if you're somebody who struggles with constipation, it may be a great one for you. But if you are somebody who has looser bowels, you may not want to take a citrate of a magnesium. Just a heads out there for people with that one. And magnesium biglycinate, magnesium threonate is the one that Huberman does recommend. Magnesium biglycinate is a really great one. Bisglycinate, biglycinate, depends on tomato, tomato, um, it's spelled B-I-S. So if those are great for you, but as I just said, when you're pushing your stress system over and over and over again, your body is pulling magnesium out. So yes, taking it is great, but I would have only been teaching you a Band-Aid solution and it may not have worked for all of you. So I need to stop hiding behind the science of things. I definitely will pull it out because I do, I could geek out on the science all the time. I love the science, love diving into research papers and finding out how all of this stuff can strengthen our system. But that when I first start working with a client, we need to start diving into why your stress system is pushing so hard. What is happening for your stress system to be firing in all cylinders. And there are so many different reasons into that because if I start with different supplements and different ways of the optimization of your stress system, if we don't fix that revolving stress cycle, if we don't start diving into that and working into that, then all of these other optimization solutions are going to be more band-aid solutions, more surface solutions. So we need to really start diving into truly what's going on. And if we sit back and think about it, often it's those of us who are high achieving, who 
are goal oriented, set goals, go for them, always busy, um, have really big values that we live up to every day and we really hold ourselves to these values. It's quite often us who has so much stress and things on our plate that uh, we, we may have developed certain habits in our life that are actually pushing us further into burnout. So we need to start diving into those because giving you all of these other band-aid solutions that I was going to dive in today are really not going to be tackling what is going on. I need to be a little more vulnerable um, diving into more of the deeper stuff of what we are doing ourselves, not the mid-sleep waking and being tired and wired yet. Now, that being said, I am very true to my word. And I said, that's what I was going to teach you. So if you wanted to come in here and learn that to the end this week and next week's episode, I actually have these trainings. I, my program that I've been using with first responders since 2018, I did a, I think it was the fourth version of a re, an iteration of it about six months ago. And there are some big lessons on tired and wired. I have lessons on waking mid sleep in that, um, not lessons on magnesium. So if you would like, I'll just give you those lessons from the program. I will stand by my word. Just email me. So my email is andy, A-N-D-I, at 911lifestyle.com. That's andy at 911lifestyle.com. It's an I on Andy. So email me and just ask me for the tired and wired waking mid-sleep trainings that I mentioned in this episode, and I'll just send you the links for those trainings. And let's then dive into more of why your stress system is firing so much. Let's dive into that. And what we're going to dive into in today's episode is when you say yes, what are you saying no to? So there is this saying where if you want something done, ask a busy, ask the busiest person in the room or ask a busy person. And it's so true. Because when somebody is busy, they're usually, usually, once we get into burnout, it's harder to get things done. But if we do tell somebody that we're going to get something done for them, or we commit to something, we usually hold very true on our commitment. And we definitely will put other things for ourselves on the back burner in order to make sure that that commitment to somebody else has been fulfilled. And that is what we are going to be diving into today. So I'd like you to think of this in a way of cost. So there is a cost to everything. And my husband and I have these conversations so often when he'll message me with something with work, he's an officer and quite often, um, certain projects come up or he's asked to come in on days off. There are times where he has absolutely no choice. He has to go. There are times where they're looking for somebody to fill a spot and he's very specialized in what he does that he's often, and he does often say yes. So he is often the one that is asked first. So we always know there's a cost to everything and we sit down and we weigh the costs to things. If 
you at work if you stop working on a project. So say your boss comes in here and asks you, um, says, hey, I want you to do this. Can you like, will you get this done? There might be a cost to that because you may have another project that you're working on that you have to now push pause on in order to get this other project done. And when we're diving into this, we're, we're, we're wondering, does your boss know, know that? Or does the person that's asking you to put this on your plate know that? And that's where communication is key, where you can sit and have this discussion. If your boss comes and asks you, you can come and say, absolutely, I would love to do this for you. I'd love to work on this. I do have this other project on the go. Which one is more of a priority to you? Which one would you like me to work on first? Which one is it okay if I pause this other project? And communication is key. It really is key when in certain, certain situations, when we're weighing and weighing these costs, sometimes the person asking you to do something doesn't realize all of the other things and tasks that are on your plate and where the priority is. You may also be working where another division, another section is asking you to do something, not realizing all of the other things that you have on your plate and together, pulling the different people in, you can figure out where are the priorities? What do I need to be putting first versus last? At home as well too, there's, there's different things. There's a cost. If you're caring for a um, an elderly parent, if you have a child that's sick, if you just have regular kids, depending on their age, there's always different commitments and different um, needs of you for your kids at all different stages and ages. Um, school drop-off and pickup at a certain age. You need to be there. There's a cost to it, but it means that sometimes you have to drop certain things to be there, or sometimes that's where you put them in after-school programs. There's these costs. There's always a cost, which that means less time with your kids. It means you're getting home later. It means you're getting dinner later. So there's always a cost and that's where we have to weigh out which cost is a cost that I am able, that at this moment, which is the most, the cost that I should be paying right now. And diving into, we're going to get into some other strategies as well, but really looking into the costs. So Figuring out what all of this is costing you. What is it costing you to um, career-wise? What is it costing you family-wise? What is it costing you on certain projects at work? What is it costing you to your health? Everything has a cost. What is it costing you to your relationship with your family as well? And the thing is, is that when we are somebody who puts a lot on our plate, who struggles to say no, there's often a lot of guilt in saying no. When somebody is coming right up to us and asking us something, there's guilt in saying no. When you're asked for the first responders asked to do overtime, an overtime shift, they know that when it's needed, that if they say no, then that's putting it on other colleagues who they know are also burning out, that they'll sometimes take the burden for that. Um, or they just feel bad saying no 
to whoever is asking them to do the overtime and they're thinking about in that moment it's really hard to say no to the person that is in front of you there's so much guilt because you are somebody that that is a team player so you start questioning if you're a team player when you're saying no to somebody you're questioning if you know what they will think of you there's so many things imposter syndrome sneaks out in this and when you're saying no sometimes it's easier to say yes to the person who's right in front of you and we don't give a thought to what we're actually saying no to on the other side so we're going to reframe this right now if you're saying yes to something what are you saying no to so when somebody comes up and asks you about adding a project or doing a task or a neighbor to help with something or you're about to offer help or assistance to somebody or something, that is a big one as well for people in burnout is we often offer everybody. I know, oh man, I could just start naming off so many people that I know that are some of my favorite people in the world who they're like, oh, you know, you must be so busy. Like they know how much my husband's working. They know that I homeschool at one of my kids. I still have drop off and pick up with another child um, who does go to school as I'm homeschooling one for a reason, uh, which means we have a lot of appointments with him too. And I'm trying to run a business. There's so much going on that I've have friends, really good friends that are like, if you need help, if you need to talk, if you need anything, let me know. But I know these are people as well that have so much on their plate, right? We're just always the first to offer, even if somebody's not asking, we're quite often the first to offer help to somebody else. And we're only thinking in that moment about the cost of what's going on with that person? Why are we offering them help is because we feel there's a cost to them that we could help with right now. But we're not thinking of all of those other costs that are being impacted. Time away from your family, time away from things you need to do, time away from you recovering, um, just time to breathe. Honestly, just time to breathe sometimes. But there's always, always a cost. If you're saying yes to getting up earlier to do a workout, what are you saying no to? Right? Like it seems in the moment, like this is the best decision ever to, you know what? I am being told over and over again by people that working out and exercising is going to help my stress. But is it helping your stress if it costs your sleep? If you're not able to get to bed earlier, or if you are tired and wired, if you're waking mid-sleep and your, your sleep is not restorative, regenerative, and you're cutting your sleep shorter, decreasing your deep or your REM sleep, your restorative sleep, then is the cost of that workout worth it? That's actually where I like trackers because that's how we can actually find out. We might find that the next day your sleep improves, even if it's just five or 10 more minutes a deep, or um, we may find as well that your HRV, which is a stress marker, um, your HRV actually increased, which is your ability to handle stressors when you start adding those workouts in the morning. We may also find the opposite, 
So that's where I like trackers too, because it helps us understand the cost. I'll have clients test things out. I'll have them. Um, okay, let's see if you waking up and doing something for yourself does help with your stress markers. And we'll see if it does. What is it? I know for me at one point in my burnout, pushing and workouts definitely did me in. It actually put too much strain on my body. It was too much of a cost to my body to heal. Um, at one point, even yoga was that it was breathing in the morning, but I got up and I did my breathing and oh man, did I feel good. And then it got to the point where I could start cycling that with yoga, um, certain stretchers, stretches, but it was interesting because when my stress system was in too much of a stressed state, I couldn't do yoga because bending forward when you're bending your head lower than your heart, it actually can offset your stress system. Um, and, and is offset your adrenals. So um, my body couldn't handle that, which tells you how deep of burnout I was in. So because that should actually be good for you, but there's times where it's not, there's always a cost to everything and absolutely pushing in workouts, pushing your cardiovascular system does build up your body's ability to withstand and handle more stressors, but not when your body can't handle even the stressor of that workout. So there is always this cost. And when you're saying yes to, some, to something, you're always saying no. When you're saying yes to uh, something at work that's going to put you late, a work event, you're saying no to being home with your family. If you're saying yes to looking at your screens, to scrolling through your screens and Facebook while you're with your family, you're saying no to the attention and time of your family. If you're saying yes to, oh, this is a good one. Yes to food. Let's think of this one. If you're saying yes to takeout, that is maybe not the healthiest takeout. You're saying, um, you're saying no to going home and spending your time and energy prepping, getting food ready, cleaning up all of that food, maybe dealing with hungry, grumpy kids when you're getting in the house. And you're saying no to um, using up all of the time that you do have and bandwidth and energy that you do have in the evening that you can now spend recovering if you ta get takeout that is maybe even not the healthiest takeout. So do you see where I'm going here with this? Like there's no, yes, eating healthiest is, is the best choice, but there's sometimes a cost to that. If you can't get something healthy, maybe it's not in your budget, maybe like, and the time spent putting it all together to then sometimes too, have kids complain about it and not even want to eat it, it adds to all of that stress. So am I saying go and eat takeout that's unhealthy all the time? Absolutely not. But I am saying when you do it and when you've weighed out the costs and when you've asked yourself, if I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? And it is actually taking stress and pressure off of your, off of your night, off of your body, off of you, then go for it. Go for it. 
if it does become a habit on a regular daily, daily basis, then maybe we can come up with some really quick and easy, healthier things that you can do a couple of nights a week in your house. And I mean like quick and simple foods, grab some cold cuts with already pre-cut veggies and some crackers and hummus and have that for dinner one night, right? Like that may be a bit healthier one night. So it really is about sitting there and thinking about, first off, if I'm offering to help somebody do something, if I'm saying yes to somebody, if I'm offering help to somebody, what am I saying no to? And what is the cost of this? These are two very, very, very important questions that I don't think we ask ourselves enough. And not asking ourselves these questions increases our stress. And quite often, not quite often, I don't want to say that that's, that's too much of a commitment. Um, but many times making a decision different or communicating to somebody about what this decision does impact can definitely change the stress that that decision makes. It might change the decision. It might change how you view the decision. It might change that somebody else gives you more support. Like if somebody is giving you something on a project and they find out how much is on your plate, they may give somebody that give you somebody else to help you with that project. So communication is key, weighing the costs, communicating the costs, not saying yes right away, not offering your services right away. I, my husband and I are totally guilty for this. And we used to really struggle with volunteering and helping everybody. And we realized not everybody appreciated it. Not everybody wanted our help. And we started where we stop and we ask the other. So when my husband is asked with certain work things, they may think he's whipped or whatever, because he will say, let me ask my wife, but it gives him that moment to pause, to actually disengage from that situation for a moment to actually weigh it. And sometimes he'll get on the phone with me or he'll message me and go, oh, I was just asked this, but I think I should say no because of this, this, and this, you know, because we have all of this going on. We have, um, you know, I just checked our calendar and the kids have this, the kids have that, I, you know, I need to be helping with this or this here. And there's times where he'll say that and I'll be like, oh, but you know what? In my calendar, I actually have time. I have the bandwidth and I have the energy to do that. So it's okay if you feel you should do it. So it takes that pressure off of him as well, the guilt of saying yes. And there's other times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I, I can't. I am beyond overwhelmed and exhausted right now. I really need your help. And we'll talk about it. If he can, if he can't, what are the costs? If he says no, what are the, rep the uh, what's ramifications of that? Because there are some ramifications to certain things, but there's certain ones too. And he's even asked the person who's asked him, if I say no to this, do you have somebody else? And sometimes they're like, oh yeah, you're the first person I asked, you know, I can go and ask so-and-so or so-and-so. And he's like, oh, okay, then yeah, I can't do it. 
right? But meanwhile, him and I were sitting there and discussing this. So quite often that communication is so important and having that buffer, my husband and I talking to one another, or I'll say, hey, I'm thinking of offering this help to so-and-so. And sometimes he'll be like, why do you feel the need to help that person? Because <laughs> that's just who I am. I'm always helping people. And I'm like, well, because they said this and this, he goes, do they want the help? I'm like, I don't know. Right. So sometimes having that buffer, having that person to really talk it through, go over it with you. Maybe I have some good friends as well that I deal with business stuff and they know me uh, personally very, very well. And they will, they'll call me out on things like, Andy, do you need to be doing that? So example, this podcast, this podcast, I do everything to the hilt. I do. And because I've had another podcast for a year and I did have like staff and stuff helping me and it was amazing. We like, I would, we would edit it and do the transcript and, oh, all of these things, all the, the posts after show notes, all of these things for it. But because I homeschool a child now, I had to make some changes to my business. I needed to not be managing as much of a team. I needed to um, take a bunch of things off of my plate and shift my business model so that I could give my son who really needs help right now, the help that he needed. Um, there was a huge cost to him that the cost of me letting go some of my staff, which was so hard and making some changes to my business was really, really, really hard. I had to do it because the cost of my son's mental health was, oh, it needed to happen. It needed to happen. I need to be out of the office more. So when I started this, the first couple of episodes, putting it in YouTube, editing the video, editing the audio, and I'm not doing that anymore. I talked with my friends that I said with my business and I'm like, guys, this is everything I'm doing. And I'm like, I'm feeling guilty for simplifying it because I know how to do all this stuff. And they're like, uh, why? <laughs> They're like, the reason why you already made changes in your business was to simplify for your son. And now you're adding more to your plate because that's what I do. I know how to do all this tech stuff. I know how to do it all. Just add it to my plate. Right. And I don't need to. So I am, I've simplified my slide decks. I'm not adding all these visuals to them. They're really just slide decks for me to follow in order to make sure that I'm getting the information to you that I need to in this episode. I am not doing the video anymore. I'm not going to put it up on YouTube. I am just going to take this audio unedited and put it in the podcast. I've got a great podcast, Mike. It doesn't need much editing at all. It's usually I just take out some of my ums, but my ums will stay in here. And I edit out my ums. I edit out sometimes where I make a mistake in the podcast, but do I have to, right? It's about there was a cost. And that was costing me too much time away from my son who needs, needs me right now in order to make sure that he is okay. And so you may not have even noticed that I changed the way that I'm editing this. You may not have noticed. So it's so funny that we often think everyone's going to notice, everyone's going to see, but quite often more people were also worried about what others are thinking of us that we don't actually um, give other people as much uh, thought into what they're doing. So really simplify things as much as you can. And it's really about 
if you're saying yes to something, if you're saying yes to extra shifts to overtime, if you're saying yes to extra projects, some of them you have to. There's a cost to everything. You need to to excel your career. You need to to keep certain relations at work. You absolutely need to to do some of these things. There's a cost. There's no right or wrong answer if you say yes or no, but weigh the costs first. Weigh the costs and sit and think about if you say yes to this, what are you saying no to? All right. I hope that's given you a lot of food for thought. This is a big one. I really wanted to dive into this because these are where your stressors are happening. These are why your magnesium is depleting so much. And there's no right or wrong answer. If you're like me too, you want to get on it. You want to get on it fast and you want to make all these changes. But when you make really quick changes as well, then, then quite often you can go back to those things after. My background as well as personal training and I would have people that wanted to train me five days a week and I'd say no, because I need you to start fitting this into your life the way that it works. If you go from nothing to five days a week, then as soon as it gets hard, you just stop all five days. Let's work into this. Let's ease, get you into this, get it into being a habit where it's simple and easy for you to manage. If you have to commit in a gym to traveling to the gym, doing your hour session, doing, you know, showering and getting back to traveling back to work, that's like two hours, two hours, five times a week is 10 hours taking from your day. What can we do to fit into that, to make it easier? So you're going to be learning with me that I'm not about the all or nothing. I'm not about getting into this huge performance optimization. Life happens. Life throws you curveballs all of the time. If you are really goal oriented, really pushing in your career, really want to make a difference in people's lives, and you have family at home that's always throwing you different. Like there's just always things that come up. There's things that come up in your social life. There's things that come up in your personal life. And we need to be able to learn how to be flexible and malleable with that, with keeping as healthy of habits as we can in a way that our body can handle without stressing us out more and giving ourselves grace on the times that we aren't. So I hope that this has resonated with you. Um, I am absolutely inviting people to come on with me live and this is what we're diving into, but if you're live, you can listen to more like this, where I'm going to be diving into the things that are actually putting us into a stress state and really diving into why we are getting into burnout. And if you want to hop on live and ask questions at the end, I am here. I am absolutely open to chatting with you and helping you with maybe some of the things, the costs to some of the things. Maybe I can ask you some questions to figure out where these costs are, what they're hitting, what, what they are affecting, who they're affecting in your life, um, how they're affecting you in order for you to make the best decision for you. I can't make that decision. Only you know those decisions for you. But you can hop on with me. If you go onto my email list, my mailing list, there is going to be a link in the show notes. I will definitely be keeping that into all of the show notes. Grab that link. I'll send out a link. It's usually Thursdays at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, but 
this week, my son had an appointment, so I had just to shift it around. So I'll be emailing you and letting you know if I have to shift it or if it is going to be Thursdays at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Click the link below and join my mailing list and we and I'll let you know when I'll be on so you can hop on and ask all of your questions. This is also a new podcast. If you could, I'm going to leave, if you can subscribe on your app. If you're not listening on Apple, I am leaving the link below as well in the show notes for Apple. There's something, I don't know, Apple is king. I do not have Apple products, but getting star ratings and reviews on Apple really does boost how much my podcast is seen and how much it gets out there on all platforms. So I'll leave the link for Apple below as well. If you do find value in this, I would really appreciate you going in, clicking that link and at least just giving it five stars and a review would even be amazing on that. Any feedback as well, email me, Andy, A-N-D-I at 911lifestyle.com. I'll add that into the show notes as well. And I will see you in the next episode.